podcast for scuba divers everywhere. Take your seat at the dive table with your hosts, Nick Hogel and Jay Gardner. All right, welcome to the dive table, episode two. I'm Jay Gardner, your co-host, along here as always with Mr. Pun Master, Nick Hogel. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I wish I had a little bit more coffee, but it just, you know, it'll keep me from going to the bathroom. So much, so. <laughs> yeah, you can call a timeout. Oh, you can call it a bio break. There. A bio break. Uh, we'll be back in five minutes. Just give me Too a bad we don't cup, have a sponsor, right? Know, right? Perfect time for a sponsor. Timeout, bio break. Sponsor. Just give me a little cup. I'll be fine. Or maybe I should, we should install one of the P valves like the dry suits <laughs> to a cup. That might be, that might be kind of nice. Gross. <laughs> Gross. A, a jeans P valve. Yeah. For, for podcasting. There's a market there. Well, hey, we're happy you're here with us. Uh, we're happy to be here. Excited to be here. Uh, and we hope you take a little something away from this, even if it is, as always, to laugh at us for the next hour or so or 45 minutes that we're with you. But we laugh at us, not with us. Please. At us. Yes. At, <laughs> at. Um, but for episode two here, we, we talked about we wanted to tackle a kind of a tough question and um and that is what makes a great instructor so but great question actually it's a topic i'm sure amongst our question pondering in many people's heads yes you know well and as students we both you and i kind of have that learning mindset all the time as students you hear it all the time i mean i can't tell you from from day one right when you get out of your open water class it's like it's about the instructor it's not about the agency it's not about the class uh, but what in the heck does that mean, really, right? So in this episode, we're going to tackle that question. We're going to share our opinion. We might not be right. We might be wrong. These are our honest opinions. But how in the world do you, do I, know what a great instructor is? And I think for this conversation, it will be helpful if we take the perspective of the student. So we put ourselves in that student role because um, we are. It's not very hard to do. But that way, it keeps us kind of looking at things from the student's perspective rather than from what the instructor's trying to accomplish or, or anything like that. We're, how do we receive it? Well, um, but, but to kind of go a little bit more in depth on the student side of it, um, what is the level of the student? Are we, are we walking in here, never done scuba before, or are we, um, you know, kind of, we both, I think in the last podcast we were talking about, um, we're both always a student, you Correct. know what I mean? So yeah. me and you are technically students, but we probably have a little bit of a different standard than your avid snorkeler looking into get looking to get into scoop, looking to get into scuba diving, yeah. you know? So what, 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 well, I think for this conversation, like, I think everything's open. Okay. I don't think we have to close ourselves off, but I, I do think thinking about the majority of divers out there probably in their open water maybe they go into an advanced course or something like that um right we see the trail off in the industry from open water to advanced to rescue and so on and so forth yeah. so so think put yourself in that okay. mindset and so then, i just completed my open water no 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 I'm whatever I'm yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just completed my six dives in <laughs> well what's crazy though is it is i was looking up some stats here and there are estimated two hundred thousand certifications new open water certifications per year just in the u.s which in, in europe it's around somewhere 225 maybe more i don't know the ranges are there um, and this came is from this one agency or no, this is DEMA's as a whole. Okay. All agencies. Um, but I did so, a little bit of backwards math here and that 
to calculate this out, if you put six students in a class and you're certifying 200,000 new divers, that's like 30,000 just open water diver dive classes per year in the U.S. alone. So there are lots and lots and lots of classes being taught. And the thing is, is if, like we've been told, and, and I think we've also learned, if your the quality of your scuba diving education comes down to the instructor, then this is a really important question to ask. It's a really important topic to delve into is, okay, well then what makes a good instructor? How do I know um, what to look for? How do I know when I found a good one? So I think that's the intention of this episode. We'll see where it goes. I mean, it kind of can go anywhere um, that we want to go. Um, but certainly I think it's a, a really important question. So to start this off, first question, first kind of thing to tackle. Um, from the perspective of the student, so again, uh, whatever student you want, open water, advanced, tech one, cave two, whatever. What is the skin diver goal? course? Skin diver course, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what is the goal of instruction from the perspective of the student? What is the goal... I'll let you start on this. Okay. And then so I'll try to I'll try to feedback. Feedback it. Okay, so good. So I have a strong opinion here. Okay. Um and this comes not necessarily from the world of diving, um, but comes from the world of, you know, my profession. Um part of my profession is teaching. So okay. I've been a part of teaching really large organizations, um, and training coaches and mentoring leaders there and so on and so forth. So when I think about teaching, I have a, a really sh kind of clear definition in my mind. That teaching, you know, how I used to think about it was the, the transfer of knowledge. I have some knowledge. I'm going to transfer that knowledge to a student, and now the student has that knowledge. But when you really think about the outcome of that transfer, the outcome of, of teaching, it's really a behavioral change. So it's changing a behavior or, or adopting a new behavior that maybe you didn't have before. And so when I think about the goal of a student in any class, really, but especially in in scuba it's it's changing a behavior and that might mean you're learning a brand new behavior you've never done it before you know you've never took your first breath underwater and so you're going to learn that behavior right or it may be enhancing an existing uh behavior you know something that that you're doing and you want to learn how to do it better and so you want to change how you do your navigation or how you um you know do an ascent or decent uh or descent or maybe you want to strengthen or correct a weak behavior, something that you're struggling with, like um, that the outcome of instruction is that change um, in, in the student. And it's not mastery of it yet, but it's the change in that student that here's the behavior that, that is going to be um, help you accomplish the goal that you're wanting to do. So to me, that's the goal of instruction, um, of entering a class as a student is, I want to learn a new behavior or fix or enhance something that I'm doing um, through a class, through instruction, through somebody that um, should know um, how to do this the right way. So does that your your does that make like a good or bad instructor? Does that make sense? Like like you're I, I get what you're where you're saying, but I'm trying to see you because anybody can do not anybody can do that I, I take that back not anybody can do that but a lot of people can right to to change like you're saying the behavior of somebody um even if you like that person or you don't you know what i mean if they show you a different way they can change your behavior but is that necessarily a good or bad i i, I don't know i'm asking yeah it's good. i mean so i think 
pretty much anyone can do knowledge transfer. Yeah. It's really easy just to like well, maybe not mind everybody. dump. I don't know. <laughs> you know, a bunch of knowledge, right? Like um to but I I don't think it's it's as easy as it as appears. I think it does take a good instructor to actually change the behavior of the student. Now, that doesn't mean that they're doing the behavior perfectly, right? They could actually be changing the behavior in a bad way. Yeah. So, sure, there are variances in that, but I think instruction is about that change and, yeah and good instructors are able to uh to make help students make that change yes uh, we might not help agree them, with the change help they made. Them want to make that change right. i should say so like when when because we, we brought up the topic like oh you know what makes a good or i even want to say bad instructor you know what i mean um what what are the different sides of the instructor side or whatever you want to call it um but to me, I, I feel like a good instructor makes a connection. You know what I mean? A connection with the individual that they're teaching, um, which certain instructors might not be for everybody. You know what I mean? Um, but they are connecting and making that person want to change their behavior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even sometimes people don't want to, but they're still learning, you know? So is that necessarily good or bad? You know what I mean? Right. Um, like I said, I just feel like it's a very uh, what direction do we want to go in with this? What's a good instructor? You know what I yeah. mean? Because I think that's a very um, – I think it's a very good topic, so I'm trying to figure out how to navigate around this. Yeah, what's this, the I definition guess. of good? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Because yeah. um, kind of like, uh, you know, art, you know what I mean? Someone might love this piece of art. Other person might think it's trash. You know what I mean? Um, and then it might connect with someone as opposed to not connecting with somebody. And it's all about – for me, like I, I know what I look for when I am looking for an instructor, um, but it kind of goes back to where am I as a student? You know what I mean? Like we're um, we're obviously not day one students here. You know what I mean? We have a different um, uh, we have different terms where or different goals where we want to set as opposed to a person that just came right through the open water door. You sure. know, so um, so like I said, I'm still trying to to wrap my head on how to navigate this i guess so well yeah no hopefully I, that makes sense <laughs> no i think it's i think this is the key right yeah it is is i think there are characteristics to describe maybe what we think is good or what we like even yeah yeah, yeah. but is there a objective standard that says that's a good instructor that's a bad instructor and to me i, I think that that objective standard is is to look at the student's behavior before and the behavior after. Again, we might yes. not agree. So no, let, no, 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 no. I like that. No, no, no. I actually, I like the, the way that, it, like, I like that. The way that you worded it right there. I think that's very good to see the student after the after the instruction and right. see how they go about their their tra not training, but um, their scuba path. I, I we're on the scuba topic, or you that know what I mean? specific behavior, right? How? Yeah. Because yeah. to me, I think one of the goals what like what does a student expect like if i'm if i'm walking into a class um and let's let's say you know i um don't know exactly i've read the description of the class right i uh it's the next step in the you know the the list of things <laughs> i'm supposed to do to advance right so on and so forth so what should i expect and for me like one of the key expectations I have, probably the biggest one when I when I walk into a class, is I want to learn how to practice. It's not that I want to yeah. be the master of that. Yeah. Like for example, my, my back kick sucks right now. <laughs> like, like I'm struggling through my back kick, 
And um, I'm getting there. Um, like it's sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not. So if I go into a, a back kick workshop, for example, I want to learn how to practice. Where am I? Where am I doing this wrong in my practice so that I can change that behavior and start to practice it so that I can I can eventually get to that mastery level of that particular thing. And so I think it's the same idea of the the goal of instruction, the goal of a scuba class or any class in my mind, is is to change the outcome, the objective measure is the behavioral change that happens in the student, right? But don't you think sometimes that a big part is on the student? Yes. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, I, 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 I have not been an instructor for a very long time in the whole, you know, spectrum, about little under two years. We're coming up on two years. Um, and you have students that walk through the door and they're hungry for knowledge. They, they want to know everything. Then there's other students that walk through the door. I'm just here cause my mom made me, be. you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, um, so to me, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how can I change that person's tune? You know what sure. I mean? To make them want to be here. You know, I know it's Saturday morning and you play, you know, Minecraft all night or whatever. I don't know. Is that the new thing these days? Um, but you know, how can I make you want to be here? You know? And, um, cause I, I think that, that that's why I'm like, okay, what level of student are we going into it? Cause, um, like we've spoke about in the past, one of the reasons why we connected is because we were both kind of on that same path. You know what I mean? We want to know more. We want to know everything there is to know. What can I learn? Um, how can I learn it? Where can I learn it? Um, and so I feel going into a class like we are, I don't want to say you're, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to say that I'm, you know, your, your role model student, you know what I mean? But like, I want to learn more as opposed to, so I feel like I can walk into a class no matter good or bad, horrible, amazing instructor, we, me and you, will get something out of that class. Like we just spoke about an um, uh, 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 incident that happened in, in one of your last trips. And what I loved about it was you're like, this is what I learned. You know what I mean? As opposed to coming at it like never letting that happen. Well, I mean, obviously you're never going to let it happen again, but you, you, you looked at it objectively and you were like, I'm going to learn from this as opposed to take all the bad out of it. So I think one, um, that will lead into being a good instructor, like always looking at it, looking at it from a student standpoint. Um, but it, it's just really hard. Cause I, I've had instructors where I didn't click with them. I didn't like, with, like them. I did learn something, and I'm like, man, how can anybody want to learn from this person? But then the other person right beside me had a blast, had a ball. You know what I mean? And there's just two different things. So that's why it's always to me such a – I mean, I, I have the definitions of, yeah, that like, you know, that instructor just doesn't even care anymore. You right, know what right. I mean? Which is bad. You know, don't – at that point, just give it up. Don't you know be what I mean? Guy. Yeah, don't <laughs> be that guy. Um, and, and those are the bad instructors that I see. Um but I'm sure at some point that individual changed the behavior of a person because they really wanted to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's why it's kind of such a, um, a, a, a hard topic to get onto is because it's like, oh, okay, um, 
I, I no matter what, like even if I go into a class, I have a bad instructor. I'm taking something out of it. It might be what I don't want to do, what I'm not planning on doing. Um, but I will get something out of that class. I always try to look at it as a learning experience. Um, so if anything, does that bad instructor now become a good instructor because right. they're teaching you what not to do? You know what I mean? So it's kind of, you know. Well, let's start for okay. That's a really good. We have to make some assumptions in the conversation. Yes, right? I understand. So I think the assumption here is let's take an average student. So they they, they paid for themselves. So not me. They want to be there. <laughs> right. Um, they want to be there. Yeah. You know, like, because I, I think, are you a bad instructor if you can't manufacture someone's desire to take a class? No. Like, yeah, I think you could try. Yeah. You're bad yeah. If you don't try. But at the same time, like, no. So they want to be there. They want to learn. They're open yeah. to learn. And I think we should tackle what makes a great student in another episode, okay. right? Cause I think that's, that's totally within bounds. Uh, but let's assume the student is, is the, you know, the, the constant factor here. Yeah. Right. That the same student want to be their average, you know, median student. Um, then what separates out a good instructor from a bad instructor? Well, well to me, again, going back to the behavioral change side of things, not to beat a dead horse, but for some instructors that I think are not skilled in that, or not good instructors, again, these labels are really hard, won't affect that change. Whereas someone that is, um, is going to affect that change. So we'll dive into maybe the characteristics of it a little bit more, maybe get get a bigger picture here. But for me, like I, I have a good story here that's outside of, again, scuba that I think is relevant. So, you know, I've, I've done some a lot of leadership coaching and, and there was a, a founder that came to me and um, really wanted to be seen in, in his organization as, you know, a leader, as the leader, as, as kind of leading the change in, in the organization. And so we, you know, talked about his goals and, and the goal was, I want to be, you know, the best leader I possibly can. Well, okay, great. Um, what does that mean? Right? Like, yeah, what does yeah. that even mean? So I said, well, let, let me sit in on a few meetings, you know, I sat on a bunch of meetings with, with their teams, different teams um, over the course of time. And Again, I noticed this word I, this behavior of I want or I think or I need or even hidden ways of like what my perspective is of just ways of saying I, 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 I. It was always a respond back of I and I paid attention to that. And at one meeting, I, I decided I'm just going to count the number of I's. It's just that's what my job is right now, yeah. counting the number of I's that are said in this, you know, 45 minute meeting. And when I came back and I, and I fed that back, I said, you know, here's here's what I noticed. Um, here's what, uh, how that's received from some of your team, um, as I've seen it and, and talk with them. And here's, uh, an objective measurement yeah. of in a 45 minute meeting. Here's how many it was. It, it was mind boggling to him. Like what? Like, and, I, and then I actually recorded the, the, and then his homework was to go back and actually watch the video and yeah. count them yourself. See, you know, double check if I was right. And what happened was we started to work on that behavior. Yes. Your opinion is important. But your opinion isn't the most important thing. Listening first, listening and making sure you understand and then being able to respond and maybe even respond with questions rather than statements of yourself is going to help your team grow. And that's what you ultimately want in the leadership side. And so that's a good example of kind of a, a, a small behavior, the word I and responding and thing like that, that I feel like, again, whether I'm a good instructor or not, I, I, you know, the jury's out. But I feel like the behavioral change with what I, my goal was and his change, he wasn't even aware of the behavior that needed to be changed 
at the time. Once we brought some light to that from an instruction standpoint, he was able to actually accomplish or achieve his goal. And so that, that kind of helps kind of shape some of the conversation, I think, around the objective measurement of good. Like if I say I want to go in a cave, great. Like, does a good instructor throw me in a cave? No, no I hope no, not. Yeah, you know, no. like, like, they prepare you. Know, you. <laughs> you know, um, and so they say, great, let's work on that back heck. Yeah. You know, like that. that's an important skill. And so, again, they're able to train those behaviors and allow me to practice them, get to a point of, of mastery through my practice, not necessarily through the yeah. instruction. That leads me to that's the goal. The goal is whatever, whatever I want to be, um, whatever I want to do, I, I want to go under the water for the first time and do scuba. Great. Well, there's a series of behaviors that lead to that. And if I, we can train those, that's the goal of the instruction is to actually get those behaviors moving. Does that make sense? Like, no, uh, no, how it I'm does. Thinking about it? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do. And, and I like, I like the way that you put a lot of that, you know what I mean? Um, so I, um, like I said, I'm just still trying to, I guess, navigate around this cause I, I don't ever, I hate saying there's bad instructors out there, but we all know that there is, yes. you know, I hate saying it. I always try to look for the good. Like, why is that person individual, a good instructor? What makes them good? Um, and you know, apples and oranges. I don't know yeah, if that necessarily no. makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, it's just, I'm still trying to, to navigate the, um, question, but I do, I do like, um, your definition or your, your, what you're saying is a good instructor. So well, let, let's then let's come at it from a different angle then. So again, this is a tough conversation because we're, we're, we're putting labels on something that's somewhat subjective, right? Because like you said, I could have fun and, and another person could take nothing from. Yeah. Me. So let, let's maybe talk about it from, from the characteristic side of things. So okay. in your experience, like what are some of the characteristics of of a great instructor like when you walked away and and that change happened for you and and you felt like yeah i took something away from that instructor i want i i really appreciated that what are some of those characteristics maybe that'll help us get to the heart of the um question. i you know i definitely go back to connecting um because I, I i feel i've had really like a um a a set of instructors that i've had um a while back uh, they were very military-esque, if that makes sense. Like very just, you know, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. Every other way is trash. You know what I mean? Type like this is the right way. There's the wrong way. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I, I took a lot out of that course. Wasn't necessarily for me. You know what I mean? To me, the characteristics is um, I'm, I'm sure, you know, you've kind of noticed I like to throw jokes out there. I like to joke around. I have a pretty laid back, easygoing um, personality. That's somebody that I want as an instructor, but obviously not too laid back. You know what I mean? But I want that connection. Like um, w when I look for an instructor these days, I'm like, OK, I want somebody that's going to be a mentor. You know, I want someone that is one. I even flat out tell them. Um, I'm going to be around. You know what I mean? You might get a text message from me at 1130 at night because something's just picking at me. Um, but I, I want to be able to like, oh, this is a person that I would go and grab a beer with. You know what I mean? This is a person that I would invite over to my home. You know, like those are the people that I look up to, um, you know, that it's not necessarily look up to, but um, more of like, I don't want to say a friend because um, I feel like there should be that like instructor student 
um, uh, role, but I want, you know, someone that, you know, if, if I like you, I'm going to respect you more in what you're saying, I guess. Um, but then it could go the other way around, you know, cause I, I feel that the, the, the instructors that I had that were very stern in this, I learned a lot. Like I learned a lot, you know what I mean? But I just knew as I was sitting there, I'm like, I don't want to be here, but I'm learning, you know, cause I'm going to learn. Um, and, and I felt that I am a better diver because of them. Um, but I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like I belonged, if mm. that makes sense. And and so to me, it's like, make me feel like I'm welcome here, you know? Make me feel like you like me, even if you don't, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, and, and, and I'm not saying that's what made, I, like, I don't ever want to say that they're bad instructors because they're not. They were great. Um, I just knew that this wasn't for me right if that i don't know if that makes sense but well, that's um, some of the subjective nature that's of, what i mean yeah good, yeah right? you know and and so characteristics it's like yeah it's somebody as i would i would look to as like a buddy you know what i mean um a friend uh and i will you know because i feel like it's like you have that good friend it's like you'll go to the ends of the earth for them you know right. what i mean so if you have that um uh you're on terms like that with your instructor, then you'll do more. You'll try harder. You'll push yourself further. You know yeah. what I mean? As opposed to, you know, I know this individual's a wealth of knowledge, but I just don't even really feel like being here. So I'm not going to push myself as yeah, much. So that rapport building, the common yes, ground is important. Is to you. huge, huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, um, but like I said, it, it's not necessarily, it's not going to keep me from learning. Um, but, it'll push me more to be better, I guess. Sure. I don't know. All right. So that, that's one uh, I'm going to add to that. I, I agree with that. I think that common ground rapport building ability to relate is really important. Um, I'm going to add one on top of that characteristic. I think for me, one of the important things is that they dive what they teach and they teach what they dive. Right. So like if I want to go learn, um, not do as I say. Or, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, like I want someone that's in a cave. Yes. Every day. Yes. 100%. You know, like, that's what they do. That's yeah. what they love to do. Um, if I want to go learn, you know, your favorite topic, split fin, I want someone who <laughs> has like 10 <laughs> pairs of split fins. Right. Um, and is, and is diving them every day. Right. So split fin instructors out there, please, <laughs> please contact. Me. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think for me, like that's a, uh, a primacy characteristic. No, I, I 100% um, agree. Uh, so speaking of the last podcast, talking about um, me getting into side mount, you know what I mean? Um, I knew I was like, I need to learn from somebody that's doing side mount every day that, that this is what they eat, live, breathe. Um, and so when I started searching for that, I, and I'm still searching for that, you know what I mean? And that's why I was like, Oh, I, I know where I want to go to learn because this is what they do. You know what I mean? Um, and no, I completely, completely agree with that. It's very hard to like, oh, let me teach you all this stuff. Whoa, when was the last time you, you know, you you dove that configuration or that um, type of diving? Ah, oh, it's been 15 years. Uh, oh, okay. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I 100% I agree with that. It's something that they're continually practicing, and yeah. I, I, I love that. I think that's such a great uh, addition to well, yeah, and that hits on the idea of experience, right? And I mean, that's for me um, – you can't replace, you can't manufacture experience. You can no. read lots of books, um, which is important. You can 
you know, understand academically the, the concepts or whatever it might be, but there's, there's lived experience. And when I'm looking for an instructor, I'm going, okay, um, part of the reason I'm going to instructor is so I don't have to learn the hard way. Yeah. You know, that someone else has already done that. And so there's some of those little nuancey things in, uh, an instructor that come from experience that, yeah that I think you can't replace. And so that's the, the dive, what they teach, you know, teach what they dive is really coming back down to, they have experience, um, in that configuration. So like, or configuration or skill or whatever yeah. it is that you're trying to learn. So I think good. So we, we've got one kind of common ground, building rapport can, can relate Two, we've got, you know, the experience, um, in, in the thing that you want to learn. Um, so it doesn't mean that necessarily you go to, the same instructor for everything. Right? Yeah. Um, the third one for me, and this is a little less obvious, is I really want, uh, I think a great instructor has incredible observational skills and is able to, uh, like, I want feedback as a student. I want, I want yeah. specific personalized feedback, right? Which is a high standard for, uh, you know, if you've got a class of six or eight yeah. students to try and, you know, hold a, hold a instructor to. But... Uh, those observational skills where they notice me, you know, pushing off the bottom of the pool with my finger, trying to sneak yeah. it by or, you know, or whatever it might be. I don't do that anymore. Um, but, uh, but, but right. Uh, no, really. I don't, don't laugh at me. Um, but that, that observation, I want, I don't want that instructor to miss something. I want them to see it and I want them to call it out and I want feedback on the thing because we're only together for such a short amount of time. Well, let me, let me, and, and I think a lot of, this is just me. I don't want to say I'm sitting here trying to play devil's advocate, but then I kind of just see the other side of I'm trying to look at all sides of it. Right. So, um, like you said, if you're in a class of six to seven, that's going to be very, very difficult. You know what I mean? Unless you have, um, uh, you know, a lot of time where you can work with individuals, you know, give them little time slots like okay like i i have um like in my head i have the ideal class that i would love to teach it would never be with six or seven people right you know what i mean it like like to me a good number is three you know even better number two even better number one you know what i mean just because um then you can really give that feedback you know um and, and there is um because there is a sense of like you know i i in my head, I'm like, okay, this is exactly how I would want to conduct a class. You know, I don't necessarily have that luxury um, because yet. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't have my own shop. I don't have my own training center. You know what I mean? Um, but like, you know, we all hear like, oh, if you want something done it your way, go start your own business. You know, I don't have that. You're absolutely right. Yet, eventually, would I love to get there? Um, yes, and. I might not be churning out as many numbers, but I don't think necessarily that that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Churning out a bunch of numbers as opposed to the quality of, of the instruction. But I try to bring that um, uh, to each class that I conduct, you know. And to tell you the truth, I almost enjoy that challenge sometimes. You know what I mean? To be able to like, okay, this is not necessarily how I would want to do it, but let me um, – let's see how – I handle this, you know, cause it's only going to make me better in the future, you know? Um, but yes, ideally. So it is hard and grand, we, you know, not everyone can go and pay for private lessons. You know what I mean? Not everybody can go and pay for those smaller classes. Um, so that's kind of like, 
that that sixth or seventh person, you know, students one through three could be getting nothing out of it. Students four through seven um, might be getting everything out of it. And that goes back to the student factor. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Um, like you said, oh, you know, I want you to tell me every time I'm pushing off. You know every time you're pushing off. So and you know that's not the correct thing to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, even though you're not getting that feedback, have that, like, mental, you know, uh, self-awareness uh, of, like, oh, okay, I know what I'm not doing is right because it's hard. It's hard to catch that thing, especially when you have a bigger class, you know? Well, and I think I- – Maybe we save that can of worms for. And I feel like we keep open because, because there. I mean, there is a can of worms of of around. It's just hard to to not bring up the student on the instructor standpoint. No, if that's I'm what saying, you're saying. More, okay. No, I'm saying more on on just the industry in general because I think there are uh, some some. Let's say we say a good instructor is the number of students that you. Uh, turn out right. That's we a, are not saying right? that. We <laughs> are not saying right. But, <laughs> but, but, but that's that. kind of indi- some industry standards. There is, right? there is, there um, is a, a perception that oh, we turn out 500 students a month. You know, like I, um, I, I. So, I, like I said, I hate to bring back the the student factor into it, but um, when I was looking to become a dive master, um, there there was two. Um, uh, ideas that I had in my head of, of training, um, where I was going to go to train. Um, one, there was certain, there's certain well-known, um, uh, I don't want to say shops, but centers out there where I would joke around and I call them like dive master factories. You know what I mean? They're churning out 30, 40, 50 dive masters a month. I mean, they're taking on 15 students at one time. They're pushing out, which, I saw really good um, uh, things about that where um, I was like, oh, okay, that's a great place to network. You're in a place with 15 other people that have a common mindset and you're going to meet and you're going to really be able to network across the industry depending on what you're trying to do. When I was looking for my dive master training, I went to a place where they're like, we only take on two at a time. You know what I mean? And then once you finish, we take on another person. I was even looking for that. We only take on one at a time, you know? Um, so I knew what I wanted as a student, but, um, I sometimes wish I would have done that dive master factory because, you know, that's how you network and meet and get those jobs that you want. You're like, Oh, Hey, um, you know, we were really good friends. We connected, you know, we had a great rapport. I know of a job opening on a liveaboard in the middle of Indonesia. Sign me up. You know what I mean? So, um, I wish I kind of had that, but I still network and and the people that I met, the instructor that I had, I'm so grateful because I felt like it was really good. Um, but that's what I wanted. You know what I mean? So I just felt like I would get more out of it. I have a different type of, I don't really do good in the competitiveness, competitiveness. I don't even know what I'm trying to say right here, but, um, like the 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 friendly competition I'm not very good at. You know what I mean? Like we have two students that are continually pushing each other whereas I'm like I'm just going to, you know, fall out cuz I don't want to be competitive, you know? Um so does that make that person churning out 15 dive masters a month bad? No, it's just that's not what I was looking for, sure. you know. So well, sorry no, to go off track there a little no, bit. No, but, but that kind of goes back to the to the the earlier piece of the conversation which is what is the objective measurement and and you and kind of what you're hitting on here is it's the quality right yeah the quality the the uh, of the outcome yeah is is the objective measurement so you can churn out 15 i can churn out 30 
Um, but the quality or you and, and someone else could turn out too. Um, the quality is, is, you know, in the output of those students, right? How, how um, ready are they for whatever it is that, yeah. that they're being instructed? So, yeah, I think, I think that, yes, there's a whole can of worms on how the industry approaches can of eels, um, can, can of eels, eels. <laughs> there you go, can of eels. Um, but how, how it's kind of set up. And, and these are business, mo- from my perspective as an entrepreneur, they're, they're business model questions, right? Thoroughput is a business model question, not a quality question, right? Not, not even really a question of the students. So that's a whole different podcast we can get into, a whole different show, probably 10 shows that we can spend on kind of the industry setup. Of We're how setting we, up a lot of podcasts uh, yeah. right now, just letting you know. But from an instructor perspective, I think it's inbounds to say, hey, they, and a great instructor should have great observational skills. They yes, I 100% observe. agree with that. I mean, and, and I wasn't, when I, when I was like, oh, I'm playing devil's advocate, I 100% agree with that. You need to be able to observe and give feedback. Um, and, and that's why I'm a huge, huge fan, and, and I do get perturbed or whatnot of the debrief. You know what I mean? Because that's where the feedback can happen. That's where you can say, oh, okay, um, how can we, you know, up, like approaching it to the student, like not coming up here, coming up top and being like, that's trash, that's garbage, what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? Like approaching it and being like how, um, you know, like the the one thing I've, uh, and I'm getting better at adding, you know, because I'm continually learning how to be a better instructor. I'm trying to never stop. That's why I continually love to educate myself and be a student because I feel it makes me um, be a better instructor. And maybe that's one um, characteristic is an instructor that always thinks of himself or herself as a student. You know what I mean? Not like, I know everything. This is the best way. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm trying to figure out how to approach that. Like, oh, okay. Um, you know, and one thing I started adding is like, tell me one good thing about the dive and tell me something that you think you can improve on, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so that gets that self-awareness out to the actual student. You know what I mean? Because like we were saying like, Oh, you know, you're not supposed to be touching the bottom, but you are, you know, so hopefully that gets brought up no, and I'm then, not. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we never want to, um, you, cause you, you never want to, especially in a class setting, you never want to single anybody out, you know? So we, we learn how to do these things. Like it's like, Oh, okay. Um, we come up and we all know that the one student that's having a hard time, we're not going to be like, okay, John, you need to start working on this. It's like, okay, class, this is the, you know, thing that we did really good. And also I think, you know, these are the things that we need to work on. And we all know we're talking about the one individual. Um, sorry for any Johns out there, but, um, we all know that we're talking about that person, but you don't want necessarily want to single them out. And that's why I like the smaller class setting, because then you can talk to that individual. It's like, you know, it's not like we have to be like, okay, this is what we all need to work on. It's like, okay, uh, what do you think you need to work on? Yes, okay, this is also what I think you can work on as opposed to, you know, that's why it's a very, like I said, the smaller classes I'm such a big fan of uh, because of the observation you can give back to the student. Yeah, so I'll add one more to the list here. I think we've got a good list going. I'll recap in a second. But the other one for me is – that the instructor has a passion for teaching, not yes. just a passion for scuba. Yes. So for me, or that's a passion like the, for money, like the, some people have. Sure. Yeah. Like for me, it's like the why. So like if I yeah. if I were to talk to you as an instructor, I'm interviewing you as an instructor whoa, for whoa, whatever, whoa. right? <laughs> um, I, I want to understand like well, why do you teach? 
like what is it about teaching right so i think for 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 me definition of a great instructor is someone who has a passion for instruction right for yeah. instructing um not just for scuba and i think there are a lot of possibly people out there at least i've, I've experienced that have a great passion for scuba just but don't teaching yeah carry that passion over for potentially teaching and and i think that that's a a really hard place to be in because uh that that it, teaching requires as much if not more passion oh, than yes. just passion for the sport itself and i definitely feel that there i i, I like this uh topic that we're on right now um because I think, like you said, there's there's a lot of people out there that love scuba, and there are certain um, I don't want I don't want to say agencies, I don't want to say wherever, but it's always like, oh, okay, you've done this, now you should go and do that, and and as a student, you're always you know that that student that's looking to do more, and the next thing they know, they're like, oh, you know, I I was open water, now I'm on my way to being an instructor, you know what I mean, and um, and it's just kind of they just they they fell into it because they're um they're just saying oh what's next what's next what's next and they just have a love for scuba but not necessarily instructing i didn't really know that i would like instructing as much as i do until i became an instructor so it took me getting there but i kind of knew um you know i've always had a uh what's the right word i've i've always had um a not love for teachers but i always felt that you, you know you were in love with your teacher i i think i was i think <laughs> i was um but i just feel that that teachers are so undercredited is that right like were they it's like underappreciated underappreciated yeah, there yeah. we go thank you i'm trying to find my words here um underappreciated because it's essentially like like why we're talking about this subject right now like essentially you were taking a group of people and putting them on a new path in life essentially whether it be um you know scuba or you know you know maybe you want to go learn how to ride a bike or something you know what i mean you're essentially like changing the course of this person's life and and i think that's huge you know i i, I wish teachers got paid more I, it's something that you know you can teach somebody what, what is the old thing oh you know teach a man how to fish and you can eat for life or whatever um i don't, I don't know the rest of it I don't know, Ron Swanson, teach him, don't teach him how to fish because it's not that hard. He's an idiot or something. Like <laughs> now it's teach him to order from Uber. Eats yeah, yeah, and you eat know. For life. <laughs> um, but um, so it, it does. So I, I definitely think that, like you're saying, that there's a lot of people out there. I don't even want to say a lot of people, but there are individuals out there who definitely have a passion for scuba, but not necessarily for teaching. And those are the people that. I those are the people. Um I I just it's like give it up already. <laughs> <You know? It's laughs> well let's like let's draft off that because I mean you know let's let's put on the black hat for a second and say like are there any no nos like absolute like no nos if you see this run or or you know whatever it would be from a student's perspective that uh, you want to be careful of with, with an instructor. Because I have some. I definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. What, what are, what are yours? Well, I, I think number one, like I, I would say a no-no is somebody who, um, it's purely academic, um, in, in terms of like they, they're, 
uh, they understand the concept, but they don't have the experience. So this is maybe outside okay. of open water. Maybe we're getting a little bit farther into yeah. learning a configuration or a certain protocol or something like that. Um, but if, if, like you said, if you want to go learn side mount, um, a, a no-no for me is somebody that, oh, yeah, I read the, the I read book about side it. mount. I and think it's and good. there is, and, yeah, there absolutely is. Um, I Yeah, I completely agree with that because uh, there are – um, I, there's certain agencies that definitely get a bad rap because it's like, oh, here you took this course. Now you're, you're an instructor in this course. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and, you, you don't even have to do that. You can self, you can self certify in some agencies Yeah, where you yeah. read the book and say, well, yeah, I get yeah. it. Uh, I'm now, I'm now certified to teach that again. We'll get a whole, I'm sure there's a whole, what was it? A can of eels, can of eels. Uh, later <laughs> about, can of sardines. you know, the industry, the way that that stuff is set up. And I'm, I'm sure we both have opinions and yeah they're different yeah. from each other but in terms of the the instructor sure i mean i think i think you want a no-no for me is when's the last time you do, you you do a side mount yeah if the answer is uh yesterday then okay awesome that's like step one if the answer is i read about it a few yeah. years ago and i saw a guy do it once then I probably am, you know, that's a no yeah. for me. I'm and sure. the thing too, for me, and, and to me, it wouldn't even be just not yesterday. Like in the last year, how many times have you <laughs> done right. a side mount? You know what I mean? Just because it's like, that's what, you know, walk me through the problems that you faced and you can help me not expedite this. I, I felt like that got put out there in the wrong way. Um, but I, I 100% agree with that. I think that is a very big no, no, um, of something that you're taught from somebody that really doesn't do what they're teaching. Yeah. You know, um, what, what else, what else do you have? Yeah. So another no, no for me, um, was, uh, I don't know, we got to come up with a good title for this, but it's just the, the C card, uh, which for those of you certification card, it's kind of the, the, like the sign off, uh, instructor. So for example, I, I was down in Mexico a while ago and, and decided, Oh, well I'm down here. I'm, I'm doing the dives. I might as well get my drift dive certification. Yeah. Right? Why not? And so literally I signed up for it. Um, you know, I read the material, uh, no communication whatsoever from the instructor. Uh, again, I'm not picking on anybody here. Like, okay. I get on the boat and I'm like, he's like, Oh, I'm your instructor. Okay, great. He said, so and he talked to me for like maybe five minutes. Like we're going to do a couple dives. This is what's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Um, we, we get ready to dive. Um, we're on a boat full of other people. And he, points to the trail line on the boat. He says, what's that? I said, the trail line. He said, okay. And we got in the water. We did two drift dives, never spoke again <laughs> at the, going back to, you know, the, the dock at the end of the, the day. And I said, well, what feedback do you have for me? Like, you know, is there anything, you know, that I can improve on? Where, where are we at? He's like, Oh no, you did great. You're certified a drift diver now. And I was like, well, let oh. me, let me ask you, <laughs> let me ask you a question is, um, why did you want to get a drift diving certification card? Well, for me, was it just to have a C card or like what, like, like, like what were your expectations going into a course like that? Yeah. So for me, I mean, we're, we live here in landlocked Texas. Well, we're not landlocked, but we are landlocked in Wait, Austin, Texas. Texas. I was going to say, yeah. Um, in Austin, Texas. And might as well, the golf you know, we don't up. deal with current outside of a river for yeah. a diver river. And even that, you know, is, is one way. Yeah. So I thought, Hey, while I'm here, um, and there's there's drift like I want to learn how to deal with currents okay. so how do you navigate in the current how do you um, you know how do you actually understand um, you know the the way that you will 
amend or change your yeah. fin, fin, finning techniques and things. So for me, my expectation was, hey, I'm going to learn how to dive currents, not that I'm going to just go dive currents, right? Um, and to well, be well, fair, to, to, to yeah. stop you real quick though, um, because I I I know you don't choose your instructors lightly. How much? research did you do before going zero that's that, well, i see that's, but totally that's, on me. that's what totally i'm saying so and, and i'm not i'm not trying to put the blame game out here you know i'm just trying to figure out the why like like what you know what i mean why did you want to get the certification card what brought you into it you know what i mean and, and then let me ask you this so and like i said i hate bringing it back to the student do you think that if you would have put research into it you could have went and found what you were looking for totally um i i think i think that in that case it's 50 50 on the equation right yeah for sure yeah but i but but the point i'm trying to make here on a no-no is, is that the there instructor. are those yes. instructors yes, that right. they're just seat card turners right? yeah they, they turn and the yeah and little as little effort to to turn out yeah the, the to card. get those numbers out there and yeah. and that is a bummer because i um and this might just be, you know, me thinking out loud or whatnot, but uh, I feel like the the level of instruction um, that we give here, not I'm not saying everybody, um, is that it's it's a little bit higher than other places. Like, you know what I mean? I, I've literally uh, taught reactivate classes, reactivate refresher, whatever you want to call it. It's it's, it's a, a the agency i'm patty um and people are like i didn't even learn that in my open water class and i'm like like shaking my head like what what do you you didn't learn that what do you mean like looking at the person and i'm like okay and and that's a bummer because it's it's those are the instructors that we're speaking about that are giving the these agencies a bad name but there's also really really good instructors out there and um, and, and it's a bummer, you know what I mean, to, to go because they're just, like you said, churning out the C card. And and, um, and some people, it sucks. And one thing I always tell people, like going back to the student, I hate to tell, I hate to go back and forth. I feel like it's just kind of hard not going back and forth, um, is people, there are individuals out there that they, it's like, oh, I paid them getting a certification card. No, not at all. You earn a certification. You don't pay for a certification but there's shops, centers out there, like that's how they're making their money. If they're not, if that person doesn't get their C card, they're not making any money. They're not putting food on the table at the end of the night. I don't think it's right. You know what I mean? But I'm also not in that person's shoes, right. you know? So um, it's, it's, that's why it's this, it's such a tough subject. Like I think that we're, we're touching on uh, the good and bad, like, like, oh, th these are what makes a bad instructor, but um, I feel that, you know, there there's definite like no-nos, like you're saying, like, oh, don't just issue C cards. Um, if you're not diving it, don't don't teach it. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I definitely think we're touching on that. But um, there, there's always, you know, there, there's always circumstances. Yeah. Right? You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Uh, I started doing um, some. And, and like I said, maybe this is just me playing the devil's advocate, but I started like I said, I'm always trying to think of myself as a student. So I started, uh, always see how I can educate myself out there, you know? Um, and one thing that I really enjoyed, and like I said, this will be in like whole other topic, whole other podcast. Um, do you know, uh, the human factors, 
I'm going to name drop Gareth Locke, Human Factors. Um, really find that interesting because it's like, okay, let's figure out why it happened or why they're doing the things that they're doing as opposed to, uh, uh, the as opposed to like, you know, that's trash. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, let's figure out why it's going down that way. You know what I mean? So I wish I could put myself in everybody's shoes. Can't, you know, I'm only human. Um, but I'm trying to figure out like, you know, why, you know, why did you want to drift certification? Car? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did you want one? But I mean, I get it, it though. It's, it looks nice. I know, so right? Just, you know, I just like, no. let me just get my, well, my I really wanted prepared. to learn. And I get Correct. that you did. I get, but, but I feel that because I, like I said, I know you don't choose your instructors lightly. I feel like it was just there. It was offered and you're like, let's do it. Why not? You yeah, know what probably. I mean? So did you, did you like going into it? Honestly, did you think you would get a whole lot out of it? Uh, I had expectations in the beginning yeah. until I saw the operation. I dove a couple of <laughs> times. Off the operation, and I went, okay, I know what this is going to be. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so I, I, it's up to me yeah. to, to take it from the academic to the practical, and I did. I, I took something away from it. I wouldn't say I took anything away from the instructor. Yeah. But yeah, I took yeah. away from the experience, right? Yeah. All right, so let me try to tie a little bow around around this a little bit, and, and then we'll get into one A pretty more. little bow, please. You know, pretty. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, so I think what we're saying is um, – Number one, look for an instructor that dies what they teach. I think yes. you're both saying yes, one hundred percent. Yes, I think two. We're saying look for an instructor that you can relate to. Yeah, um, and that's going to be different. What is it? Different strokes for different folks, right? Like there's different things that that you might relate to in that person. Yeah, um, and so not everyone is for everybody, right? So look for someone that that you can relate to. I think we're also saying look for an instructor who is diving outside of teaching just classes, right? Yeah. So, so that's that passion for scuba, but we're also saying look for an instructor that is passionate about teaching that has yeah. that why of why they teach. Yeah. And I think those things uh, to me, those, those characteristics are a good summation and a nice bow of, of what I think makes up um, or can make up a, a great instructor. The, yeah. If you have those things in place, I think you have a real good shot. Again, average student, yeah. meaning that, you know they want to be there, so on and so forth. Of you know, if I dive what I teach, if I can relate to my students, if I can, if I'm passionate about diving outside of just teaching or getting paid for it, and I'm passionate about teaching, I have a why for doing those. I think those things are going to help um, affect the the behavioral change yeah. that you're looking for in a class, the goal ultimately of the class. I feel like we should change the the name of this podcast to what makes a good instructor and how to be a better student <laughs> <laughs> you I know what i mean get, let's get into the student no 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 no, no i know i know and and but um that that's what um you know because it's it's i am always like i wish i could meet every single as an instructor i wish i could meet every single student before i teach them you know what i mean and be like hey um, you know, let's just meet, let's, let's see if we click, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm not going to say I would turn people away that I don't click with, but I feel like it, like I said, it's just such a hard thing to, to, to go back and forth on, to not go back and forth on is because, you know, like these days, like 
I'm looking at an instructor. When I'm looking at an instructor, I'm like, to me, this is a job interview. You know what I mean? Not not necessarily like I'm at the job interview. It's like, no, you're at my job interview. Do I want to move forward in this? And I, maybe I look at all job interviews like this at times. It's like, do I really want to spend my time here? You know, it's, my time's worth a lot, a whole lot. Fish dive surf, a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, I think that, you know, you, you, look at an instructor and you're like, okay, what do I want to take out of this? You know what I mean? Cause you can have the best instructor in the world, but if you're not, if you're not willing to learn, you know what I mean? Then, then you're going to get nothing out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's why it's, to me, it's such a hard topic to touch on one, but not the other, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, good. I, I, I think we can come, man, this is a big topic. It man, is it's such a hard one. Um, I, I think that we've, at least sorted some of it out in our own yeah. brains. Um, Nothing and I think there's sorted probably out a here. bunch more that jumbled even now more. <laughs> what do I do? We could dive into right, and but I think we we've got some good stuff there. So um, let let's wrap up uh, for this one. We come back to this topic too in, in the future. So um, right now we really focused on what are the goals and expectations of a class, and we came to that idea of you know behavioral change trying to affect that behavioral change i'm trying to change something as a student we also talked about kind of the the characteristics of a good instructor uh, and some of the no-nos there um and what to look for yeah if you're a student out there what should you look for like yeah absolutely if you can interview um an instructor beforehand you should you should yeah. interview multiple instructors um right um and and that's how you can kind of separate out which one's going to work for you which yeah. one's not um, but I think this is a really difficult um, and and complex conversation, right? There isn't an objective measurement of, you know, good versus bad. Um, but I think we got somewhere with yeah. it. And, and well, and to kind of bring it back a little bit, I I like. Um, I don't necessarily know if you said this in so many words, but um, like I feel like the the coaching aspect. You know what I mean? To be a good coach, and I feel like that makes another good instructor. To to have that, like, oh, okay. Um, you know, it's not just I'm learning, then you're gone by, you know what I mean? A coach sure. is going to continually be there, continually help you out. You know what I mean? And, and, um, I guess that's another good thing too. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, good. Well, we want to hear your story. Um, what do you think makes a great instructor? Um, what have your experiences been, uh, with good, bad? I mean, you can even share, you know, your instructor horror <laughs> stories with us. We love to hear them. Um, we all have them. Uh, trust me. So share your thoughts. You can leave a comment um, right here or you can send us an email, uh, info at thedivetable.com. Um, again, if neither one of those work, you can um, send a, what, carrier pigeon? Yeah, carrier uh, pigeon. Carrier eel. Um, carrier eel, there we go. That would be good. Uh, and then, yeah, if you enjoyed Flying this. Flying fish. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, you're enjoying the show, um, you want to be part of building this community really from the ground level. Um, you can join us in a couple of ways. Number one, leave us a rating, right? Uh, what was your quip about that? <laughs> you know, although we live in the Lone Star, what was it? Although we live in the Lone Star state doesn't mean we want a one-star rating. Yeah, so, so <laughs> leave us a rating, an honest rating. We're not soliciting <laughs> bias here. But leave a rating. That really helps us out. Um, number two, send the link uh, to this episode to your dive team, to your dive buddies, um, to an instructor that you want to yeah. go to. And, <laughs> and uh, actually, I, I would love to throw this out there. If you were one of my students, tell me how I did. Tell yes. me how I was good or bad. You know what I mean? I want to hear it all. Not the bad, mostly the good, but just tell me. <laughs> good. 
And then, yeah, um, three, reach out to us. Uh, we we want to hear from you um, what you liked, what you hated, what you want to hear more of in the future. Uh, again, info at thedivetable.com. Uh, thanks so much for being with us today. Nick, good conversation. Anything else to add? Um, no, I think I think that I think this is a conversation that's we might have a part two, I feel like, and a three, maybe a four and a five. Who knows? Sounds so, good. Yeah. Good. All right. All right. Uh, that's it from the dive table. <laughs>